Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. Views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the host. And if you don't like what was said, Rose Gold did not approve of it. Hey, it's Kid Gravity. Is fitness important to you? I'm sure it is, especially in these uncertain times where having a fit body will help you ward off diseases like the coronavirus. So us here have partnered with Phoenix, a vitamin and supplement company aiming to make sure that you stay in the best shape possible. If you go on their website at fnxfit.com and use our promo code BEYOND, you'll save 15% off their products, whether it be supplements, protein powder, or maybe you just want a water bottle. Just tell them Beyond Borders sent you. Beyond Borders starts now. What's up, guys? It's Nikki Lachey, and you are listening to Beyond Borders with Rose Gold and Kid Gravity. We gon' call your ass a taxi cab Bleeding so hard you'll need a life-size maxi pad So flip the script and tell your woman it's your time of the month AK-47 for the niggas who really looking for heaven and a nine for you chumps Got killers in my squad and I'm the nicest one in my group But I got bananas for you niggas and I ain't talking about fruit I'll peel your cab back with the black back Till your back crack, cock the cat back like that makes both people across the aisle talk. Today, as usual, I always have my old reliable friend and co-host, Kit Gravity. What's up? Um, I'm sorry, I just wanted to imitate an AK-47. I guess that was terrible. You did a good job. I, I can't do all that. I sure cannot. Well, you're from Africa, though. They shoot up guns all day. Yikes. Um, I think we're using things more so like knives, lenses, you know, things like Low that. darts? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so, so y'all did that Jerry Fox joke thing. like, people like, they be doing drive-bys in Africa now, and they just roll up, they like, <laughs> 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 There's no drive-bys in Africa. You guys how, how you know that? I heard, I heard them Kenyans begin down. I heard them niggas is tangible. There we go again. There we go again. Listen, yeah. as you guys guessed, today the topic is gun. It's election year, right? You know. Shout everybody. out to the NRA. Let's piss off black folk already. Let's not even wait five minutes. We're going to piss black folk off. We're going to get to the NRA. We're going to get to them. And then I will share why I'm not, you know, I'm not with them right we call, now. We call, you know what we call it NRA in the hood? What is it? 
niggas are really against. That's a good one, but I'm against NRA right now. I think they're not uplifting the rights of guns owner the way it should. And they are so powerful that I think they should really bring arguments against um all of the what we're going to be talking about. They should really come to the table with something to discuss, to argue about, instead of doing what they're doing right now is scaring people and say, oh, the Dems just want to take your guns away. Run, run, run. And I think that's what you're going to say. Like, yes, the Democrat really said they were going to take people guns away. I'm not yes. for taking people guns away. I'm for better gun control law. That's what, you know, I, that's why I think we should focus on. Of course, but you were wrong. <laughs> all them Democrats, starting last year when they were trying to get the nomination, they all said, in some form or fashion, we're going to take guns. Beto said it. What's the name? Elizabeth Warren floated the idea. Kamala, huh, huh, huh. you know what? I'm going to be respectful. Please. I'm <laughs> going to be respectful. Kamala, not not to be confused with the old WWE wrestler. Oh, she Lord. said, she floated the idea of taking people's guns. Booty Gage said the same thing. And look where they're at now. I've always said this. I I think you mean that shouldn't be their approach. How are you going to take someone gun when it's it's part of the Constitution? This is a Second Amendment. But your man, but your man Beto, who think he Tony Hawk or Rourke, said he gonna go in your house and take your guns. So I said, let him do that, and the militia boy is gonna get him too. Yeah, we're not gonna get there. Let's 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 talk about. It. Let's not even get there. That's the last thing they need is a bunch of militia boys rolling rolling up to DC, knocking on his front door, talking about what's happening. He in DC. Don't come down here looking for him. Go go down uh, Texas. He, that's where well, he at. Listen, just like I said, them them niggas over there in, in, in Africa, they tangible. Them do them militia dudes in Oregon and Utah. They're Wyoming, real tangible. They're okay. really tangible. They will, they will touch you. You don't think they can, you don't think they can hook up with some East Coast militia groups and, and get somebody told? Nah, we fine, we good. Not DC. That's all I said. Not DC. Go, y'all, y'all Chocolate City motherfuckers over there talking about some y'all walking around, go, go to y'all little clubs and stuff when they open up, and y'all just see a bunch of militia boys with the Confederate flags. Y'all gonna be shook. Come on now. They're not too far away, but we're not gonna talk about them. We're gonna try to solve it before. Y'all gonna see them skinheads on K Street. We're gonna solve it before it gets there because I think these are questions. Um, I think the few questions we're gonna be talking about today are the questions that actually always split. Um, Republican and Democrat, they usually don't agree on how to come up with gun laws. You know, on these particular issues or. You know, some of these questions, really, the data don't back them up. You know, I've always said these guns are tools that people use to kill. So do we have an actual issue with the gun or do we have the actual issue with the owners? And I think for me, as long as the debate is is towards that direction, not to not really controlling people who owns guns, but no, just making sure that the access to guns is regulated in a way that, um, you know, not anybody could just walk up and get a gun and deuces. 
Right. Well, that's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to do your background checks. I think they really should add a psychological exam, but we already know how that going how that's going to go over. Because then you're going to say, "Oh, you you can discriminate against people, exactly. especially black folks." Because you know we we do suffer from a lot of mental illness, but you know. I'm not, that's, not, that's not funny. How you laughing? That's not funny. The way you said it, the way you said we it do. was not. Well, we do. We suffer from a lot of mental illness. We do. We all live, we, for the most part, a lot of us live in old houses and old buildings where they still use lead paint, and that paint gets into the atmosphere, and you're in a closed environment, and you unwillingly are inhaling it. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's, that's where some of our issues are coming. I think we, as, as a black community, and I think we already talked, we discussed that when we had um, Kevin here on the show. It's coming from our own rejection of saying that something is not going well, either from a family member or within the community. That's that um, stigma. And I think we came up with a hashtag for Kevin, and Kevin came up with a hashtag, you know, stop the stigma. I think for us, what perpetrate our mental illness, you know, issues is that we have stigmatization around people who actually are able to voice it and seek uh, treatment. And it discourages a lot of people that just like, damn, look at him. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, you know, I'm having issues sleeping or, and it, it gets that very small stress. Like, um, I was listening. Yeah, if you're listening to us today, the COVID-19 is still very much a threat and it's still very much out there. I was listening to a video posted by um, Made in D.C. Um, is They have an account on, on, on face, not Facebook, Instagram. You should check them out. Of this nurse talking about why are black people dying the most as of recent. From Wait, let me, hang on. Before you do that, let me put on my seatbelts. I want to I hear this. Let me. I'm, how, okay, before you tell me, how how racist was it? It was not racist, not at all. Who? What kind of nurse was it? She was a black nurse. Okay, damn, it's not racist. It was not racist. Wait, no, black people can be racist. So let, let me gauge. Go ahead. Go ahead. So anyway, so she was saying that the reason why we're dying at a higher rate lately is because those symptoms that they put out there, we usually don't show those. So. For example, for black male, for example, she would say that a lot of black male will be coming into the service, not feeling the shortness of breath, but kind of just feeling tired overall and having muscle ache. And she said, with you guys, it's always like that. It's like, yeah, I just work too much today. You know, I just maybe need to lay down. And she said, please do not lay down because when you're laying down inside your body, there's already an internal bleeding that has right. started. Right, so you're slowing down. Yes. And then, and when you get to your lungs, it start clogging. And by the time you realize you can't breathe, really, you might not even make it to the hospital. So, so she was showing that the symptoms are different right. when it comes to us. Shout this out to the like, dudes that say that uh, we, us black men, we too lazy to work. We do work. Come on now. Listen, the way the way the way people tell it, that all we do is just sit home and play Madden all day. But so, wait, if we could, we shoot the COVID. Now let's get back to gun gun laws. Yeah, let's go back. Online. Now, show y'all shoot the COVID. Y'all y'all turn the gun to the side because you know that's how black folk do it. 
that was racist right there. That was racist. But then you're a black person. But that was called stereotypical, and most stereotypes are rooted in truth. They're rooted in truth, though? Yeah, most stereotypes are rooted in truth. Well, they have a coat of paint of truth. No, they're rooted in some... Okay, fine. I will split here. They're rooted in some kind of truth. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So, I don't want it. You tangible niggas out there, when y'all ready to shoot the COVID, to the side. Make sure it's at a perfect 90 degree angle. Don't be doing none of them 88 degrees or 92 degrees. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna kill COVID. Don't, don't be shooting nothing, please. Don't, don't do that. All right, back. Don't niggas shoot in the air. God dog. Yeah, I don't. Back, back, back. Scratch, 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 scratch. Back to our gun debates. Now, a few questions um, that we're going to be asking ourselves today are actually the one that divide a lot of people. Do universal background, because Kid, you just mentioned that, actually reduce firearm death? Does it? Meaning, uh, meaning, I mean, it, it can. Anything can be reduced. Yep, I agree with that. But again, you also have to factor in the human factor. True. So, can't. They'll say yes, but other people can say no. There's no. You can't be definitive on something like that. Correct. I agree with you. I think. I think the problem here is to look at who actually run those universal background checks. Because right now it's only the federal laws. Now state laws. I don't know. I don't know all fifty states. Well, remember you have to go through the state first. They don't give federal gun rights to everybody. You have to be special caliber of person. And when you have the federal, you can take your gun anywhere and they can't fuck with you. Well, in the state, you know, every state is different. So, I, th- you can- I think most people start with the federal because the federal law actually requires just background check on those who buy guns for federal licensed firearm dealers. So, right. if you go to those... We're talking more of the consumer. You have to go through your state. Mm-hmm. Trust me, they don't want a bunch of people with federal licenses. Everybody, you you say something wrong on the internet, somebody can see you and kill you. And all you got to say is, listen, he said some shit on me, and then he said he's going to kill my family. I said, let me go deal with this first. He ran at me. I, I gave him the double tap. I mean, AKA. And you know what happened? And then they're like, well, listen, you're going to jail for about 25. You whip out that federal. They're like, all right, my nigga, you going home, though. You need some gas. I just want that to be kind of everywhere. So, for example, like right now, of course, if you buy, you know, private sale by unlicensed individual, that's not covered. Done. And they're done. Gun shows for sometimes won't won't take the time to really dig. Because I think a gun show sometimes, yes, they, they, they will say they're running it. But we know sometimes when we're actually trying to buy a gun, they tell you to come back in 7 to 10 days. That's that's how long, for me, a real background check needs to usually take. Like, Well, that's what it usually does. Well, only if you're getting handguns. If you get a rifle, it's only three hours. And most times, you don't even need the background check. Because remember, you, Walmart used to sell them. You could just go in there and buy it. They just run it for about three hours. You go shop, get something to eat. Maybe, maybe get, yeah, maybe get laid in the car and then come back and, and you walk out with a rifle. But then, for me, gun is a gun. A gun is a gun. A handgun, a rifle. That thing still can kill. Somebody, yeah, I gotta disagree kill. with you on that. Because rifle, you can't just walk around with a rifle. Like, you can't, people see you coming. That's true. 
Right. Same down. I, I I can roll up on you and, and, and just blow the back of your head out. Anybody gonna know? But you can roll up in a in a handgun too. You, you can have the gun sitting on the on the, the passenger seat. Right. That's what I'm saying. But a rifle, you know somebody's coming. Okay. But, so but guess- also people with rifles, they they usually just using those for hunting or just to practice. They they're not going out killing folks. Now, do you think that if if we were if if we were to require everyone to do a universal background, no crazy person in in the NRA would come out and say, "Oh, they're infringing on your privacy. Do not go and get a background." No, no, no. They would, but exactly. at the end of the get at the end of the day, they don't care because it does further their agenda. So they don't they they would care just for I guess PR purposes. Because they'll say, you know, every, it's a it's a constitutional right that everybody should be able to bear arms. But on the on the low, they'll be like, you know what, we don't need another mass shooter making us look bad. So yeah, they'll they'll probably be in favor of it to a certain extent. I don't think they, and and this is why my my initial statement, like right now, mm, I'm not feeling them too much. I mean, because sometimes I I listen to the argument they're bringing. Some of them are just baloney's, just to scare people off. Like, oh no. Universal background infringing your privacy. You can't really tell. And I think right now you you mentioned this before the HIPAA laws, the medical side of it. Because yes, someone can be okay to own a gun. Like yes, you do your background check. You don't have any issue. You good. You get the gun. Later on, you know you keep buying, you keep buying guns. And later on, you start having issues, mental issues. You you saying you're seeking some help, or sometimes you're not seeking some help. And before we know it, to get to the point where, you know, you should show up at a school or in a public space, a mall, and you open fire, a club, you open fire. You know? Yeah. Those cases, yes, I'm not going to go back and blame the NRF for that. No, the person was legally ill. And I think for the most recent years, I mean, most recent years, you know, the mass shootings, these people either have those guns already in the family, but they they were legally owned. Quote unquote. They they really went through all the steps to get those guns. None in most recent mass shooting we have not found a gun at, at the scene or at the person home that were bought from, I don't know, the black market, a hot gun or things like that. No, they were fine. Just that the person um mental health was not stable. So I feel like I think there's one point where, yes, I I am in favor of HIPAA laws and medical privacy. But I really think, you know, like you mentioned earlier, probably having a mental piece uh, um, of owning a gun, it be enter at some point. And I just want, don't want the NRA to be running outside. Like, oh, no, don't do this. These people really trying to either infringe on your privacy or really say everybody's crazy. No. Hmm. Here we go. I'm going to say something more wrong. Because you know that's how I do. Mm-hmm. Ready. So, you know how Florida and them, a lot of them states have standing ground laws. Where basically, yes. if, if you feel like you're attacked, you have a reasonable you'll have a reasonable what's the word? You'll have a reasonable excuse to drop a nigga. To defend yourself. Right, that's why I said drop a nigga. Mm, defend yourself. So, remember that old Black Lives Matter show we did? Yep. I and you got mad at me because it's in the men? 
Mm-hmm. Does doesn't that extend to that man? So what are you trying to say? Does Zimmerman needed help? I mean, as he might have been mental, but then again, wouldn't he be the classic case of what the the new NRA is talking about? That if he was mental, you you doing these background checks would have infringed on his right to own a gun. Um. Now again, uh, this is really because um, I'm just saying. Because I'm just saying. I, I love how black folk always talk about somehow Zimmerman. Somebody need to touch Zimmerman, and it's been what six years, and this man still ain't get touched yet. And and you have a law that says you could go see that man. All you got to do is just talk shit and let him take two steps forward, and you could f- finish them already. But it's not gonna say. Know. It's not gonna change anything. It's not gonna solve anything. I mean, what happened was it was a strategy on both. Um, you know, I would say on both ends. Some people would say no, it was all, only a tragedy on one side. But you really don't know what his family. You know, he had a family. I don't even, mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about wife and kid. No, I'm talking about mom, brother, sister, cousin. You know, the day that you know the thing that went through. Um, but it's a tricky question only because. It's, it's so many component there. It's like the stand up, stand your your ground laws, and I think the biggest thing with the stand up your ground law is, in in any cases too, even in the self defense on um, cases, is you see a threat coming at at you, and and you have the you know you 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 you're forced to respond right. It, the threat is coming, and the threat is forcing you to. Um, Produce a response. Now, sometimes it it is the the right of the the prosecutor or your defense attorney to prove that the force that you or the response that you're given was proportionate to the threat. It's like I don't know, uh, but I think I think the limit is in every in every time people would say this, I thought I was going to die because if you think you're going to die. And that's the threat that you're facing now is death. Then you you uh, you are in um you're in good position to respond with death. I didn't want to say that really. I didn't, but that's what it sounds like. If someone say, "Hey, you know, I was threatened. I was. I, I think everything was going down. It's fine. It's like okay, you just needed to you know give a couple of punch, put them out or whatever. But when it goes to, oh no." It was really bad. I really thought I was gonna die. I, I didn't think I was not. I was gonna see my family again. I thought really this was the end of it. Yes. Then you're allowed to respond with the proportion of that which is death. Um, and that's the that's the tricky part. Now, yes, Zimmerman. Did he show? I think he he took an exam right before you go in front of a jury or a judge. And, and go through a trial. They always make sure that you are fit to stand trial. Um, I'm not a mental, you know, or psychological person. I'm not a mental uh, professional. Did he show kind of some, some kind of weird behavior? Yes, he did. Maybe I could say the case turned to him like that, but I cannot sit down here and tell, you know, and tell people that hey, I thought that he was sick or why not. So no, I I don't know. It could have been, but if 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 they allowed a trial to go, um, I'm assuming maybe the judge found it fit, or the jury, or whomever health official 
finding him fit for for trial. What yeah, but th- yeah. That, no, that was a that was that was the prosecution's fault. They they overcharged him. That wasn't murder. That was manslaughter. He'd be sitting in jail right now if they just did manslaughter. But you know they got pressure and they bumped the charge up. Just I don't know why they bumped it up to murder too because it was not murder too. It didn't even fit the statute. But you know, yeah. I mean, I, they, I, I guess they, they thought they had a case. No, that's fine. Most, everybody well, has a case. Everybody has a case, regardless of what you come a up. A lot with. of but, emotion were involved in that case too. Yeah, so. but again, if they'd have just did manslaughter. Or criminal criminal negligent homicide, he'd be sitting down right now. But now he running around and he cool. Mm-hmm. We got fa- a family that's effed up. Yeah, it's unfortunate, yeah. but yeah. Um. So so far, yes, univer- yes to universal background checks, and probably yes to a some sort of mental fitness. So, okay. y'all, if y'all listening to us, and this is election years again, like I don't know how certain states. I'm from the I'm I'm in the East I'm gonna, Coast. Oh, don't do this! I'm gonna go after your I'm gonna go after your skin tone genders. Don't do it. For what? One in particular down there, the one you like, man, 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 the one that looked like Deborah Cooper with 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 with, with that Whoopi Goldberg old uh, school job. Yeah, listen, let me tell you something. That, that broad sitting up there talking about somehow, and if y'all don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Stacey Abrams, who, who ran against Kemp for Georgia's governor. That broad sat right there on film talking about she going to take guns away from people in Georgia, and she really thought that, that she was going to win that state. Now they're talking about she might be vice president. Yeah, let you go on national TV Pushing that crap you pushed in Georgia and think you're going to win them Southern and them Midwest states. Have fun. I think if, if you are the DNC listening to us right now, we we are just too creative that are just talking um, most of the time, just our opinion. Please do not go and use those words. I think for me, taking saying that you're going to take people gun, it doesn't even sound right. I mean... Because you, technically, yeah, I want to say because they don't lose twenty three states off top. Technically, what we are trying to do here is educating people, guns owners. You have a gun, you need this education. You need to go through training. I think Maryland is very strict with guns. Like the things you have to do here to 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 own to be a gun owner, you know, is a lot of education. I have a couple of friends who owns it. When when they want to sit down and talk about guns, I don't know anything, but they go into great detail. I'm like, yeah, I took this course. You know, this is how we learn. You have to do this. You have to do that. I'm like, damn. They say, yes, it forces you. We have to sit down in class. I don't know, maybe 25, 40 hours of classes, and you mm-hmm. learn all of these stuff. And you have to have this much of time of practicing and things like that. It goes really in depth. So it's about education. And when you see those type of gun owners, you know, my I mean, friend would tell me, from New York. He tell me, like, yeah, I take my gun with me, but I'm not shooting nobody. He owns probably two or three legally owned guns. But he's like, yeah, I mean, when I see little kids shooting people, because that's not what you do. Like, really, it's really there in case of emergency. Right. And that's, well, that's the other part of the debate, too. Everybody think everybody's just going to have guns. It's just going to be the wild. Most, most concealed carry owners don't like shooting their guns. They just want to have it just in case something happens. And yeah, I think and most you, times they live their life normally. It's like 
Sometimes I even heard from some gun owners. They're like, "Listen, I put my gun on so many times. I don't. Sometimes I forget that it's there." Mm-hmm. And then you get home, you're like, "Oh shit, I have my gun on." Yeah, yeah. But so I'm I gonna guess- say something else controversial, and I don't care who don't like it. Yeah, they kiss my ass on this one. Oh, I want New Yorkers to be able to own guns. Own guns. So many- don't you guys own it? We own it, but we don't. We can't. We own a lot of rifles, but we don't own a lot of handguns because it's very hard. Like in Maryland, it's very hard to get a gun in New York, in the city. It's, urban it's hard. Place. So you could have a gun in Atlanta, and that's, Atlanta's urban. Different states. That's what I'm saying. Upstate New York, there's different laws. You're good. You could have guns. You just, you know, you basically go through what everybody else is going through. But in the city, hell, you can't even have the gun in the cab of the car. You have to have it locked in the in its case in the trunk as you transport it through the city. I think because we have so many tangible niggas up here, I think everybody should be able to have their own the ability to have a concealed carry permit because I think crime would go down. Because I disagree with that. Well, look, you know what I mean? Look, the only reason dudes are doing crime out here because they know people can't def- really defend themselves. If they had, if they knew had New York had gun laws and people started getting guns, I guarantee you crime would go down because they're going to go sit there and they're going to play probability with their lives because they don't know if that person got a gun on them. And if they try it and buddy pulls out, pulls out the holster, he might not go home that night. I'm, I'm against turning, turning cities and big cities. Like New York into the Wild West, and where everybody could just pull up. There you go. Pop See, out. just you just you just made my argument. You yeah. one of the people that think that people with guns is going to be the Wild West. It's not. Mm. Now, I, granted, I do give you I'm that. I'm just uneasy with that idea. Where dang, you have a gun. I might not even do shit, but then then you have to worry about people that get angry for no reason. Then I just bumping you, bump. That's your, why here I'll, I'll compromise with you then. Because I, I hear, because I was thinking that too. I'll compromise with you, especially on the subway. Because you know, you had them little boys over there. Them little boys trying to sell a candy. You get pissed off one day. You might just unload on, on buddy. Oh no! I think yeah. I think for big cities, if you want to own a gun, I think you should have more of a stringent process. Right. right. I've get, seen people be upset at a Walmart, at a Costco, just for the slightest thing ever. Like I said, being big, mad, fighting. Someone left, went to grab a knife. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, well, this is not bad publicity, Walmart, but I'm just saying it. You know, I, maybe I wouldn't call your name out, but I, I, well, I things I go down there that just make me. And, and I love shopping there. I matter of fact, I went there this morning, but. Hey, shit, wait a minute. You hear what I said? I said, shout out to Target. <laughs> Target to, I mean, most, but I'm, all I'm saying is, I don't want people, everybody to have a gun because I think unless unless people can prove that it can control their anger and the, and the minors. You said what? I'll step in my question. I said, what's Target's logo? Like I said. Yeah. <clears throat> How ironic, right? The, the the store with a logo of a bullseye will have no incidents like that. That's not true. I'm sure some. And people choose to target. 
It's every store. It's not. It's not a store fault. It had nothing to do with the store. I think it's all just how we control sometimes our anger. Niggas and and hicks. And like for example, um, that whole these whole um COVID measure, right? When we're in the store, you have to respect. I think six feet away from each other or whatever. Some people get really upset when you know you. And it's not even getting close of a distance to them, but really they get upset if you, by mistake, have to grab something and they're right next to you. It's just like, yo, they have it when we are the register. They just don't have places to stand by when you're going through the aisle. So literally you may want to grab, uh, I don't know, coffee and I'm right there next to you and I'm looking at the one that I want to brew too. They don't have those six feet measure in, in the aisle, but people get real anxious. So I just like, all right, I want the aisle all to myself. So when I'm done, you can get it. So more entitlement. Yeah, nah. Like, yeah. I keep going. Guess what's going to happen? There ain't going to be no more big supermarkets anymore. You're going to have a number of little places and one person at a time shopping. You're going to be staying outside for two hours. Go ahead. No, COVID need to leave. I wish I would stop being so scared of this. But, you know, that's a subject for another day. We're not going to talk. We're going to talk about. Let's go back to the NRA. Shout out to them. Come sponsor us. Nope. Listen, I, not, not this one. Give me the old one. I want the old one. Yeah, these new. I don't want Dana Lotion. Dana Lotion, I mean, she hot. God, though, she hot, though. I don't know. It, I, do it, it, I would do something. They have a great platform. They have a lot of money, a lot of influence. They have every single thing, and they don't do nothing with it, in my opinion. They just be scaring people. Of course, but like I said, Dana Lowe's man, I do filthy things to her. But let, let me, let me, let me continue. If uh, if the old NRA come now, out, come sponsor us. Now, I think this question we get that a lot of time when we talking um, with other people from from other country, right? Our international friends, mm-hmm. and they seems to always every time I bring the topic talk um, of guns, and I say, hey, yeah, you know, in the state that's part of our constitutional rights and things like that and they go like what really now if if guns were to make us safer right if if like you mentioned to your argument hey i have a gun you have a gun i won't really you know trying to do anything to you only because hey i don't know if you you got it on and you, you know you can drop me right there now how how do like the u.s homicide guns homicide rate compared to other developed countries we well, are. We suck. We yeah, suck. I think it's twenty times or some close like that, like maybe fifteen to twenty times more over any other big country just like us. Well, you want me to tell you what the reason is? Go ahead. Well, for one, it's culture. Because if y'all know about Joe Button, he had a line back in the day that said, "I'm strapped, you strapped, let's play two on two. And then we watch it in the movies. It's guns all over the place. The music, guns all over the place. Even even some of them country boys, they be talking about how they go hunting with their rifles. And, and, you know, country music is supposed to be that, that chill music. Not as pop music, that's chill. Yeah, and then we just slipped in our vernacular, but like, yo, I, we, like even us Jamaicans, we, 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 when we point, our shit look like a gun. So, I mean, it's, it's culture. culture. I think so too. You have a good point. Unfortunately. And that's one thing that they always bring up, like, God darn it. But there is another reason, also. 
Because unlike those other countries, we don't know how to throw hands anymore. We don't know how to do what? Throw hands. We don't. Everything's like, it's like two punches. I don't want to get hit. And then as soon as you get close, I'm going to pick you up and slam you. That's not a fight. I agree with you. That's why, I pick up that's why, that's why guns ever failed. And I'm sorry. Shout out to my Asian brethren. They would kick our asses. The Brazilians would kick our asses. The 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 Russians that practice Krav Maga and, and wrestling would kick our asses. Germans are great wrestlers. They would kick our asses. The Mujahideen and them, they use swords. They will kick our asses. Africans, they got the blow darts. They will kick our asses. <laughs> oh, that is funny. I don't fight, know why I'm laughing. Don't fight no jungle. The Amazons, they will kick our asses. And if they ever took over the animals, we'll kick our asses. So, float, learn to throw hands again. I saw, vid- I saw a video. Mike Tyson at 53. He killed this man. Why was doing sparring? He was on Kip off a camera so quick because he had to take his breath and he had on padding. So you know how hard Mike hit. Give me Mike Tyson. I'll just drop him in the middle and just have in the middle of the army just have him just, just jab because of the death. That's yeah. the problem. Us Americans do not know how to throw hands anymore. Yeah, I saw that video, and he looked sharp. I was like, "What?" I saw that. And I, I went on Will Smith's page. On Will Smith's page, I was like, "That's your villain for Bad Boys Forever." That's the final fight right there. Yo, they would get killed. Well, that's true, though. I think um, you know, as much as we talking about how a gun keep ups keep us safe. We are committing a lot of homicide, a lot of crime with it too. And, well, you know. Word of advice for y'all folks. Best gun to save your life is a thirty-eight. Okay. And it don't jam. We're not giving no guns uh, uh, advice here. Why not? Are we licensed? We not? You don't have to be licensed. You could, Listen, let me tell you something. You know, see, this is another thing. I'm sorry for any white people listening and non-black people. This is one thing about black folks I don't like. They don't like research. I'm not saying Rose. Rose does her research, but that's do research. We do do your research, but your, your answer is a, microco- is a microcosm of a bigger problem in the black community. We don't do research. You don't have to own a gun to understand guns. And I think that maybe that would help the debate also if more people would actually study guns. You needed your education, so you need to at least take a course or a few hours. You need to research it and read about it. Yeah, I've done that. Yes, revolvers are the best guns to have for home defense and to have on your person because they do not jam. Everybody gets these handguns like Glocks and Six Hours, which are sexy guns, but they also have a tendency to jam and you have to constantly clean them. So you do run the risk of if you are in a situation your gun might fail on you and you fuck. If you had that revolver, 
that is it's very rudimentary technology. It does not go bad. It's just like a, those old school engines that were made of metal, not like the plastic ones we have now. You could smash a car up with a metal engine. That engine will be fine. You smash up a car with a plastic engine, you might crack that manifold. That engine is done. So what I'm saying is, I think more people should do their research than they could understand, and then maybe they could understand from the gun owner's perspective that, yes, it, it is in our Constitution. Yes, we do understand that people abuse it, but they are more responsible than irresponsible owners. But that costs money, and that would take money away from the NRA, the new NRA, so we're not going to do that, and don't flag us. Yeah, don't flag us. All we need to do is tell people to have more education. I'm all for, you know, it, it is a constitutional right. It's, it's fine with me. I just don't want irresponsible gun ownership. I think that is what is, is hurting a lot of people. And also, I think we can do a little bit more on a, on our guns um, laws. I think universal background check. I don't care for whom you buying it from. If this is a business now, I don't think we can ever control the black market. But if you're buying from from a business, um, they will have to run it. You know, for all gun sales, please, we we need, you know, a, a background check done. And you know, at, at each state level, you know, each state is is different. They do whatever, but I think here in Maryland, they have a very very difficult law, even in DC, I believe. And, and things that you can do um, prior to even own a license. And like Kid mentioned, um, you know, I think maybe it's time to think about renewing your license. So we can we can give license that are just not forever. Because I don't know. Are these current licenses just forever? So if you no, have one, that's it? No, 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 no. You got to get recertified every few years. Yeah. We that that much I know. Yeah, I think it's every two. I think might be every four years. Let me check. I know. I know it's not forever because that would that would be dope. Okay. So yes, we we should definitely make that a priority too because I feel like people need to be recertified. With you know, because I I believe if we talk about mental illnesses and things like that, um, somebody might own a gun prior to having starting to having issues and things like that. So, yes, um, recertification should be something on the table. Every two years, every three years, you have to come back, prove us that you're fit again. To oh, yeah, shout out to your state. Y'all don't require fingerprints anymore unless you initially do your application. Hmm, really? Yeah, I'm reading it right here. They did that since... I think twenty six October first, twenty sixteen. See, they update their thing every three years. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's so, reasonable. Yeah, I think yeah, I think yours is every three years. If you come Initial, back in three, yeah, years. renewal, renewal, your renewal is fifty dollars. I think that's every three years you have to redo it. I'm down with that. I just don't want the forever thing. There's no, there's no concealed carry that's forever. I that much I know. I think even at the federal level, you have to. They, they, even the Secret Service. I know they have to do their tests to 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 keep their certification. Just like cops have to, just like the cops have to do. I think the cops do it every two years. 
that that's understandable. They need to actually even do it every year or something because they wear it. They wear the ears yeah, all but that, the time. Remember, for them to do that, they got to be off shift, and that that costs them money. Because I know I I know some cops, and they they always say that yeah, I got to go do my certification, but I don't have time because I'm not going to get paid for working for not for doing that. But you need to. We need to make sure you have a gun at on you at all time. You need you you need to no, you need to go. You need to go. You, you hear that police so when she come up again, you can go get her toe when she get out when she get off the bridge. <laughs> you need to go. I, I I'll force you to do it. Like so, you know. Oh oh folks, she said she wanna enforce it. Go ahead. Anyway, so so like that. Back 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 on a gun. Back on again. So do you think that Moe's uh, firearm homicide uh, committed with stolen guns? Is there any data that we can think of uh, and say, hey, a lot of crime because these... Cause yes. that's, that's your NRA folks. Once yes. again, this new NRA, these are the people that go out and say, oh, don't blame the crime of us because these people who own, well, who are doing these killing didn't buy the, the guns. No, I, I'll give it to you right now. I'm finna go on HeyJackass.com. If y'all don't know what HeyJackass.com is, it's basically a compiled tally of shooting deaths in Chicago. So we finna go on that real fast. Because we all know all them deaths in Chicago are not with legal guns. We know this. So, to date, they've had 57 homicides in April. Year to date, 164. Matter of fact, they just killed somebody last yesterday. There are there are no research to prove that stolen guns kill more than guns that are bought illegally. Do you think Those everybody all a legal gun? You said what? You think everybody in Chicago has a legal gun? That's what we think. That's perception. But there's no research. And people in Chicago that can carry guns legally are either if you have the permit, but even then in Chicago, they don't allow you to have the permit. If you have an Illinois permit, it's not valid in Chicago. The only people that have it there, you have to be, I think, either a state worker or, or a cop or a former cop. All I know of, I think I read, I read, and like, I think that's factcheck.org, something like that, where they just. That's exactly what they do. They fact checked stuff. I read that um I think it was in two thousand sixteen they well, they got their information from the police. So out of like a hundred percent well hundred um perpetrator they arrested, um, they say seventy nine those people, seventy nine percent. They were carrying guns. Well, the the crime they committed with those guns did not belong to them. So they then deducted that um, those guns, you know, proved that, you know, it didn't belong to them, but it didn't prove essentially that it was stolen. You know, they were stolen or illegally obtained. But you also remember too, if you can't, if you got a felony, you can't get a gun, so it don't matter. Yep, that's a good point. I don't want that to change. It's not going to change. They they don't need. If that you smoke. go around shooting people again, you shouldn't come back for me to give you a gun. Come on now. <sighs> that's the last thing you should give us give out to people. People who already have background 
you know, dirty background where they're just, you know, shooting up people. You're not coming back and getting another gun to do what? You're clearly a danger. Revenge, man. And that's not good. Come on, come on. you know niggas love to be like contra, dog. Walking they- by that got nothing to do with nothing. And I think that's top of them that annoy people the most. Like, god darn it. You you just tarnish your whole neighborhood. You're going to see stop people move. You're going to start seeing people moving, leaving, and things like that. The thugs on that. Thugs messed it up for everybody. No, I think there was a 10-year assault weapon ban. Yes, in 94. Clinton Well, they wanted a lifetime ban. And they lost, but they came to a compromise and and they sued them again for 10 years. So in 04, the ban was lifted. And now they're trying to get the ban lifted again. Well, not lifted, but they're trying to get the ban reinstated. Right. Which is stupid because you dumbasses, you you tell people they can't have assault rifles. Well, within a reason, we're not talking about no 200 bullet drum. That's not what what are you going to do with that, though? Then that, that's, that's what scares me. I don't, I, don't think like, fast. I don't think no one needs to own that much guns or that much uh, ammunition. Like, what Even someone, if, 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 if the idea behind it is, all right, Paul or Jim is messing around with me, he's annoying, you know, I think he might have a gun. That's you don't need 200 bullets to, to play around with somebody like that. That's tangible niggas in Compton. That means it's tangible. Oh, no, about this. See, and here's the other thing before we go. People also forget that other little part of the Second Amendment, which is the right for the people to create a militia to go against the government. We all know the government is a bunch of assholes. Right now, they have not given us more, or they have not given us those reasons for us to go against them. What? They haven't given us a reason. They haven't given us reasons. Why would you go against government right now? Ain't Trump I'm going after. I want them states open up like I did on my on my show, on my emergency show. I want the states. Do you think that forming the militia and trying to now force them to open up states with with guns on their head would solve a problem? On some real quick. You know why they got really got mad at Michigan? Falling people outside? It's not because they they were screaming that they wanted to go back to work. They got mad because that could be looked at as a militia. Then people, then that government knew they were coming. They knew if they got enough traction, they would start seeing that in every state. That's not open. Listen, this is what I'm gonna say. We don't need right now. I think. We are going through a recession. We are fighting an invisible enemy we can't see. The coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever name it wants to be called, um, is killing a lot of people. I don't think right now is the best time to try to form a militia to go against our government. This is the um, best time to form a militia. Are you crazy? That's how you affect change. Listen, when you've seen over you history... You think guns will change uh, uh, the discussion? The rising of the people will spark change. I you like that. In the movies and and in those third world countries, <coughs> excuse me, all those people that that elect like some leader 
And they formed all those militia groups and stormed the capitals. Once again, I want, it here, but if I you have people, people rising up, they're going to have to take notice. I want people to voice their opinion. I want people to organize in groups. I want people to gather and come up with ideas uh, with with tangible solution to what we're facing. I don't want people showing up at state capitals with guns and things like that. No, we want we all want to go back to work. I just want to make sure that it's safe to do so. And that's the most important thing. We don't need to form a militia right now. We need health official and professional to tell us what they're taking us. I just don't want to open up a state and having to close it in two weeks. It won't make any sense. Open for what? Open for what? What are, are we going to live with the coronavirus? I think that's what the census is. Okay, then if we're going to live the, with the coronavirus for months and maybe years to come, therefore we need to design a protection or some type of treatment, vaccine, anything that will you know, protect people and protect our antibody to to fight against the virus if we became infected. The guns won't do anything. Show up with the gun and shoot the coronavirus won't make any sense. So I'm okay with people being frustrated. I am the first person um, to be frustrated. I want to go back to work. I'm working from home. I haven't lost my job or anything. But the thing is, for business to reopen, especially for big building where people work aside from each other, to have those buildings being packed again with everybody, you have to make sure and you have to safely do so. Just don't open to open. Open when you know that your population and the people you care about are safe. Safety come first. And right now is is still as uncertain as it was, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. Have they made progress? I think they have little by little, but it's not tangible. And I think that's why you've seen um a lot of scrambling going. Like the federal government um mandates kind of ended. I think a day or two ago, I think it was the end of the month. And then states are now up to make their own decision. A lot of states have said weeks ago that they will remain closed at least through mid-May, some till June. I think Virginia's till June, D.C. May, Maryland May, but I know they're going to push it back at the end of the May. I think Virginia is the wrong state to be closed like that. Y'all got, they got militias over here. They, 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 they're, they're not going to do anything. That militia had nothing to do. This is a health crisis. The government doesn't want to be closed. I don't think businesses want to be closed. But do we have a solution? What's your solution against coronavirus? If you can articulate a good plan to return back to work safely, that nobody getting infected, with those numbers not yes. changing? Yes, common sense. Common sense, like what? Please, explain. You gotta listen. If you gotta wear your face coverings, wear the shit. You gotta wear gloves at work, wear the shit. Mind your surroundings. Make sure your areas are clean. Make sure wherever you are, you keep it sanitized. You know what these corporations are gonna do? They're gonna have to hire more cleaning people, and they're gonna have to be doing round the clock cleaning. Exactly. That's right. the plane so, that you got. To- you have yeah. to talk about that's something yeah, that you have to take now now you 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 see it changing from from one industry to the other the restaurants do you guys would, less, you work in, less, a in, a, in a kitchen 
would you afford more people that don't work it don't really help you cook or or fix whatever you're doing cleaning next to you while you're trying to get people here's food the out here's the thing with us we clean as we go yeah it's gonna suck for us in the summertime because we're gonna have to wear face coverings i mean that's fine but for the owners especially the ones with the big restaurants it's gonna suck for them because if their money is based on occupancy they're gonna have to lessen the occupancy Exactly. Bar, so, bars probably not. Bars are going to be the most affected because they're going to have to keep the seats separated, and most of their revenue is built at the bar. These these are measures that that although we can say it's common sense, you now see how you switching one strategy to the next. It have to be implemented. It have to be thought out from a smaller business to bigger business to scale it. And and that is not an easy thing. If you were to sit down and having to write down a, a proposal, you will only focus on your size of business. And, and I'm gonna tell you, the bigger it gets, the more more complicated it it, it becomes. Where I work, we have a building of almost two thousand employees. Like, how would that work? Different floor, different. We have plenty of bathroom. Even before we were told to go home, we started noticing the the crew, the cleaning crew, frequently. They were coming more and more frequently. They used to come clean maybe once once or twice a day. And they started coming three, four, five, six, seven, eight times a day. And they started, you know, when, when they're cleaning your area, you have to kind of move away. They're spraying stuff. They're wiping down this and this and that. Slows down. You, you're, you're, you're working a little bit. And but now you have this building. Now we need to make sure people we allow back don't are not sick. So you have to test. We got to make sure that okay. So if if this disease is to be, is will stay around for months. It's not going anywhere. We need a vaccine. We need to be prepared. I don't want to be tagged. No, no. I just like I said. This is all first you got to do. First of all, it'll be. <laughs> First of all, it will it will be really ill advised to, for this reason, for this particular reason, which is the coronavirus, for militia to try to attack the government. This has nothing not to a, do. No, 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 no. See, you misconstrued what I said. The militia. It's not about attacking the government. I said if they see enough Americans rising up saying we want to go back to work. It has nothing to do with America. We have to be safe. Because I think, like, if you, if I think this is what I think, if you see people being upset, disgruntled, they have the right to. If you come at them and you explain to them, like, at this point, and this is what every single CEO has been doing with customer, and I'm sure you receive emails from, from all the places that you go shop at, or even when you shop out online, they have sent your email to try to tell you what they're doing. In their best, on the best of their ability, to make sure that you save and that their employees are safe, right. and that's what it needs no to be. And no. when I read Sorry. that, I am okay with it. It's not, it's not, it's not like a, it's not something that I'm not aware of. It's very transparent. Transparency is there, and I think each and every single government have done that. Now I don't know, maybe not every state, but I'm gonna say with Maryland, they have been very forthcoming, very transparent. I think we've seen the governor or at least not even if it's not him, probably someone from his um his office make a make a, a press conference at least every two to three weeks. You know what is going on. And I think 
yes, it's okay for people to be disgruntled. Yes, people want, I want to open, I want to open. But then you, if I come to you and I say, hey, same for work. Same for work. We received an email from our CEO. He said, hey, I know we keep getting this question every day. When are we going back? When are we going back? When are we going back? After really thinking about what we have to do after this, after this, after this, I can tell you with confidence they won't be going back. We won't be returning to our usual workplace until this day. And that's it. We won't have those questions anymore. He gave us three months. In three months, nobody in the company would say, when are we going? Because he told us it's not reasonable given what we have to do to prepare company-wide to return to work. Before then, it's almost impossible, counting the number of employees, each different region, different time zone, different different state, to make sure we go back. So I, I think that's what it is, communication. Because if you say, hey, I want to go back to work, and I really come back to you and say, hey, we're cleaning the, 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 the restaurant every single day. If we reopen, this is the new measure we have to take. But look, on the payroll, we have 50 people. We do this, we do this, we do that. And then when the state give us an okay, this is how we're moving. Because it would make no sense to reopen with no guidelines. Make no sense. We want to return to work. Until it's safe so, to do so, we need patrons. Until everybody feels it's okay for them to go out with, with you know, I think face covering is mandatory. It's fine. Everywhere now, you have to cover your face and wear your gloves and, and things like that. You have to do that to go anywhere now. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's a good thing. Boom, boom, clap, niggas. That don't have it on. You heard what I said. Yeah, She's upset. Yeah, no. Yeah, I've yeah. seen a lot of other people not wearing masks. That's not always Dude, bad. didn't I tell you the story? I told you the story, right? For the when, told me there's always another story like that. You kiss my ass. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, there, there it is. There it is. I, I told it. you. I told you a story, right? Where this this dude was on the corner, had his mask down, and he was coughing up his he was coughing up a lung. And I'm just sitting. I'm just staring at him, like, like, are you serious, dude? If he got a What's the point? Yeah, but why, but why have his mask around his neck? The purpose of the mask is to protect yourself. I don't know what you got. So if, if you're listening to us, y'all, please stay. Black folk are, can be irritating at times. Everybody can be irritating. I said, well, we talk things from a black perspective. Who said that? I talk things from my perspective, from a hey, human being perspective. Okay, fine. But I talk from a Black American perspective. She talks from a from a Cameroonian perspective. No, I okay. talk from a human being perspective. Are oh, you gonna be one of those? Yep, I'm a them. Yeah. You're a them. Them. Okay, she's a them, and I'm a deplorable. There we go again. So, no, fun. no fun. It's always fun. It's always fun. Yeah. So, shout out to everybody who listen. This is election year. Get involved. 
as much as you can. If you think, I've always said it to this kid, if you think you have a great idea to do things a different way, share with the word. I think that's what I would do. This is why we started this podcast. We thought it would be fun to to engage with other on topics that involve in, you know, society. And for me to make fun of Rose for not pluralizing words. Yes, he does this all the time. My essence are very silent. Just now. You said what? Good point just now. Debate topics. Um, <laughs> quick before we go. Real quick before we go. I think Sean Diddy Combs is an idiot. I saw what you were about to talk about. But he, he, he makes good music. You know, he robs his rappers. But he, he's an idiot. This fool said that Biden got to go have a black agenda so he can get the black vote. Folk, I said this on a show months ago, and you can go find it. They don't need us anymore. Our vote died in 08. It got run over in 2012. The NRA came around and shot it to hell and buried it in 2016. They don't need us. Bush didn't need it. Obama damn near lost it. And Trump didn't need it, but it certainly helped him. If you think in 2020, Biden's going to get 100% of the black vote and still win, you're crazy. So for him to go sit up there with Naomi Campbell talking about somehow Biden need to come talk to us. You tried that, remember? Obama didn't show up. And y'all and your boy Tavis Smiley killed him for it. And then y'all called him a coon and ran him off. Like I said, people, before. How about, y'all, it, how about y'all go call out the Black Caucus? And don't worry, I'm going to do an emergency show on them too. Because they need to get eviscerated. And I want y'all to tweet it to them. Because I want one of them to come on and tell me how you've been in business for over 50 years and we ain't get nothing done yet. Before before my, my, my co host went ratata boom 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 just now. Told y'all. Do that. It's the ratatat tat with a boom boom clap. You see how I have the echo on it? You gotta do it like that. Like I said, before he went on and told y'all this crazy stuff he just said, I told y'all, every single one of you guys matter. It's election year. Your vote matters. Make it work for what it is. Make it work for what it was for things that you believe in. And what you're saying, but what I'm saying is Diddy and Naomi Campbell, and Naomi Campbell shouldn't even be talking because she's sitting in the UK. She shouldn't even be talking. But you have Diddy sitting up there acting like our power was like it was in the 90s. It's not. It's gone. They don't need us because we, we demarginalize what the black vote is. That's why we consistently get run over and vote Democrat. You have power. Your vote matters. That yes, that vote matters. Okay. Make it about what you want, what you would like to see. Listen to every single candidate plan and pick yours. Did that that picture the America that you want to see? They don't need to go back to basics. Republicans. It does not matter. If you have an R next to your name, you're not winning in any democratic run city. It's not happening. Kid can talk all the 
crap he want to talk. I'm going to tell you what it is and what I think it is. You know? You can't, the, both of those can't survive in the same, in the same stratosphere. You can't be definitive on something and think something else. It doesn't work. I'm definitive that everybody votes count. I'm asking every single person, whether they're black, blue, khaki, brown, whatever. We're inclusive here. To really think about voting, that you're voting for what you believe in. There's a conviction. There's a dream. You have to really sit down there and, and see yourself in someone plan for the next four years. You can bring it down to local races too, like, you know, your governor race, your county races too. If you own a home, what are they saying? Children. There was a joke they? there, but I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. You see jokes everywhere. This but, is life. You got you to gotta be happy at life. But folks, we're not going to do that. Not today. Today was about guns. You know, the rat-a-tat-tat with the boom-boom-clap. We're not going to talk about any other form of politics. We're going to leave politics alone for a little while because we got a whole bunch of fun shows coming up. Yes, we do. Yes. So Kevin Lewis Wright's coming on soon. We're going to go back into mental health. But we're going to make it fun because we're creatives and most of our creative ideas have come from some form of mental health issue. Even though, health people is to, even, though, even though people don't want to admit this. Mental health is always number one, you know. You yeah. gotta, to, for you to put good out there, you gotta feel good. And <laughs> with Mental Health Month coming up in May, it's only fair to bring our know-it-all in mental health sphere Kevin, you know, Kevin Lewis White. And yeah. we are welcoming very happily so somebody in the field of sports. So kind of, I want to say it, sport is back. I really yes. like to say that. Yes, and sports are slowly yeah. coming back, very slowly. But if all else works itself right, right and the pigskin gods open their bosoms, and lend their power. We shall have football back this summer. So we will have on Bridget Case, former Chargers quarterback and popular sports journalist, coming on. And we'll talk about football. We're going to be talking about sports, y'all. I'm so excited. I don't know if y'all can tell, and I, but yes, I'm and, excited. I can, and, and I'll be happy to roast her, her dead skins. You heard what I said. You always have to speak from, I mean, every time you want to roast somebody, I feel like you got to speak looking down at them, not looking straight in the eyes. And I think that's what happened with your giants all the time when you want to talk about my dad's kin. You know, you have to question. speak from. Question. question. Who had the better record last year? Did you mm-hmm. guys win? Did, did you guys win the Super Bowl? Who cares? I go with the winning. Jesus Christ! Then you should, yeah, y'all should never talk. Y'all haven't won a Super Bowl since did, since the early nineties. Did you guys get to the playoffs? Let's talk about. I got to the playoffs. You guys won. Closer than you. Did you guys go to the playoffs? You play a playoff game. Did the Giant play any playoff game? 
beat you twice last year. Dwayne Haskins, who? I'll take Daniel Jones over that, brother. Like I said, I I, I, I always feel like if you want to roast somebody or come at me, you got to do it from a place where you're looking down, not looking at me straight in my eyes. Like, we even. I'm looking at the screen. You're saying on there. I'm going to look at the RG and I'm going to tell you this. F the Redskins. F the Wizards. Even though you're a Dallas Mavericks fan. F the Nationals, even though y'all won the chip. And how ironic is they won't be able to defend their chip this year because baseball might not come back. And of course, it would be the Washington Nationals, the expansion team that won the last championship and now we don't have baseball for a year. So there's your irony. And they that cheated. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> it had nothing to do with us. We are the champ. This is the district of champion, okay? Washington Capitals, because you guys would be irrelevant without Alexander Ovechkin. And I don't know what other team. I think y'all got a soccer team down there. F them, too. Um, I'm sure y'all got a water polo team. I hope I they drown. What's going on with kids today? What are you on? <laughs> I think it's fixed to be 73 degrees up here in, in NYC. I might go for a walk. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this dude today. He is going off. Oh, my God. This is your champion. Y'all know it. Miss this. Welcome, uh, Tina Charles. Welcome, uh, Tina Charles. We got her from the Liberty because, you know, New York. Um, uh, y'all couldn't take care of her. We got her. Right. Run it, run it back. Sabrina Ionescu, so we'll see how she is if there is a season this summer. Yes. She's right. I'm, also I'm also passionate about the Second Amendment. That's one amendment besides the first that I'm very passionate about. Because that holds so much power for citizens in this country. I totally agree with that. Um, so, before we go, we agreed on many things today. Universal background check, definitely a renewal, and if possible, add like a mental check piece too. I don't know how that's gonna go. I think I'm living it to politician, but I think be mentally fit to have one to own a gun is is important. Now I know that it will face hurdle because yes, it's so difficult to bring you know anything medical into a law, but yeah. Well, it's not hard. It's just you got to get everybody on your script, but we'll see. Yeah, the NRA is going to come and say they're discriminating against people that are slightly nuts. Okay, like they're going to come with some. I mean, some of these things they say sometimes, it's like, wait, where did you see that? I read this thing and I didn't pick it up like that. We'll we'll talk about this another day, but a lot of people just title watch, they don't read articles. So. It is what it is. But we'll, we'll, I'll roast them another day. Okay, so we're going to be talking about support. Um, it should mm-hmm. be very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. we and have- we still have- yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Mute myself. This was funny. I did this on purpose. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely going to have... Um, more more guests coming through the show. Um, hey, we're gonna have a website up probably next week. At the end of next week, we're working a few things in the background. 
So by the end of next week, you guys should be finding us at www.beyondborders.1. Um, but yeah, we're going to let you know. Not the number. number. Jesus Christ. It is a number. Well, it's the spell that I, I No, that's why I said the, the word, not the number. Because somebody's going to put the number one like, in, like, a, like, a, like a dumbass. And they're going to say error. And they're going to blame the niggas lied. So, yes, by the end of next week, it should be up. And, yes, you could give us a call there. Our numbers, contact's going to be there. Our email's going to be there. Um, yes, I'm going to give you all your number. If y'all got a problem with kid, you guys will know how to uh, get in touch with him. If somebody um, call me, I'm going to come see you. Oh, they can come see you. It depends. So I'm going to come see you. When you're having a crazy... I mean, having no crazy people calling my phone talking about some you, you I mean, if, if, if the person is one of our listeners, they can be crazy. We love y'all. We, we told, <laughs> told y'all did that before. Um, so yes, a lot of things, new things coming up in May. We're getting, you know, we're getting slightly comfortable with this new podcast thing. Um, uh, your support is it's something that we we're very we appreciated of. Um, yeah. um, also, if you didn't hear the show, I did. About the state of the podcast, number two, go listen to it. Or if you're lazy, like most Americans, we had left Anchor FM and we're on Captivate.fm now. So it's going to be less, well, maybe less emergency shows now because at least with Anchor, I could have recorded in the app from anywhere. So it might be a little in, in frequency. Between emergency shows, maybe we'll see. Maybe I don't think so. I think you will still talk your mind. You can kiss my ass and make sure you get the hip where the side where my holster is. Ew. Nah. Oh, that's, that's funny. But yeah, thank you to Anchor um, that FM. It definitely yes. got us started. Uh, we appreciate that was that was we were just starting out, and that was a great place to start. Um, we're looking for new things um, with Captivate. We hope to grow our listener base. So if there's anything that you guys think of, we could do better, improve anything, we open to idea. Contact me. Contact Kid. Um, at, I am at uh, rose.go.dc on Instagram. And Kid is at Kid Gravity Beyond, something like that. So, hey. We love y'all. Y'all stay safe. Um, we're gonna we're gonna make it together. This shall pass too. I like how you segued right into Diddy's song. We gonna make it. Wait, that's not Diddy's song. That's Jada Kiss a goat. And I'm glad Diddy paid that man his money. Jackass. Sit up there talking about some. Oh, what is going on with you? You know what I say, man? P. Diddy can kiss my whole... Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.